with so much love and respect. Welcome to the Luke Adler Healing Podcast, where we turn pain into power and get down to what really matters, the love we share and the love we grow. This is for those who want to connect to their hearts and the hearts of everyone they love more deeply. I'm your host, Luke Adler, and I'm honored to share my passion for deep, integral shadow work, spirituality, meditation, ultimately creating space for all that we are. Let's get it. The Art of Conflict It seems that as we step into life, as we move from young adulthood to adulthood to into the beginning of maybe some elderhood, that in order to grow, in order to have an impact in life, that conflict is just part of socialization, interacting with people, and that it's truly an art. It's something to be embraced. Um, of course, many of us, most of us, I think instinctually we want to avoid conflict because it's uncomfortable. But it truly is the domain of growth, personally, relationally. And I think there's an alchemy around it that's spiritual. So I'll be doing several casts on conflict and the art of it. And this one, I'm just going to offer just a, a little bit of an insight on, on the matter. And um, I think overall, as I said earlier, the, the main the main consideration around conflict is that it's something to embrace and that our lives are engineered, designed in a way to move us towards conflict. The places, the feelings, emotions, traumas, events that we've been through that are unresolved, where there's stagnation, stuckness in our body, in our mind, they come forward in relationship and they are the seeds of conflict, of misunderstanding, of communicating something that isn't heard the way we intended it to be heard and then getting a response that we weren't expecting perhaps in my early education around conflict i think mainly i learned it from my folks my parents they done a lot of inner work spiritual work um, personal growth work before i was born on this planet and they taught me and my siblings that uh, communicating, uh, particularly when we felt hurt, when we felt slighted, was uh, important, and it was conveyed in such a way that it was, it was like, um, it was a matter of feeling whole and complete to share with someone when I felt hurt, my needs weren't being met, and. Um, very painful, very difficult to learn to do that and learn to discern that, that, oh, here was something that occurred maybe um, in school. Uh, I remember it occurring a lot playing soccer growing up and um, I needed to say something to the coach, for example. And uh, so that was kind of the framework is that if there was conflict, I needed to speak up and even if it was really uncomfortable or messy that in the in the end it would make me feel whole it would make me feel good 
and it would resolve some kind of incomplete exchange or energy between me and whoever um, I was, you know, needing to share my my feelings with. So that was kind of my initial framing around conflict. But I think as I as I'm in the the full adult life with children and and I'm married and I have a business and um, people that work for me and I have a community that I'm a part of, conflict has become much more nuanced and sophisticated. And I've learned about power dynamics and rank and um, much more nuance around, around the stages of conflict. But the, the one thing I want to just offer today is that sometimes conflict isn't easily resolved. It's not resolved in a, in a clearing the air, air conversation where I share my peace and you share yours and we both feel clear and complete and then we can move on. Sometimes conflict is ongoing. Like you see a major conflict in uh, Israel and Palestine, for example, that goes on for um, decades. And, you know, the, the classic example of Romeo and Juliet, the Capulets and the Montagues, um, this familial conflict that deep-seated family values that maybe don't match. So there are experiences of conflict that are just ongoing, that won't be resolved with a, a mature uh, clearing the air conversation. There can be this sense of, well, we can maybe agree to disagree, which is usually pretty unsatisfying in a relational dynamic. And um, I think you know, previously in my more young adult life, if, if there was something that was really egregious that occurred between me and someone, you know, we could speak our truth and then kind of be done with each other, right? Just not being each other's lives anymore. And that always seemed to work, right? I don't have to see you, you don't have to see me, and we can just bow to each other, bless each other, and wish for our lives to move on um, peacefully and, and with, you know, the, the most abundant generous, grace-filled circumstances possible for one another. But what occurs when you're in conflict with someone and by virtue of circumstance, it's not really feasible to be out of relationship with one another. You have to kind of stay in relationship to some degree, maybe because of a marriage circumstance or family dynamic or financial dynamic. Um, and you have to kind of find a way to, uh, I don't know about get along, but to work with one another. It's difficult. It's difficult is the, the short answer. And it doesn't necessarily feel good is the follow-up answer. And yet here we are. Here we are in a circumstance that is uncomfortable that doesn't feel connective, that doesn't feel like there's flow and ease where hearts can be open and everyone can feel safe or comfortable. Uh, nervous systems can be relaxed, so to speak. One of the lessons I've learned probably over the last maybe uh, 18 months around, around conflict has this dynamic to it is there's an element of surrender. Um, there's an element of 
conscious detachment and implicit in both of those is really allowing the universe or allowing God or love or whatever word you want to use for the sacred container that holds all of this to really hold the agenda and to take the perspective of something more long-term because some lessons can't be resolved quickly. They have to kind of wear themselves through us. We have to be shaped by them. And of course, resisting that process is the source of a lot of suffering. Surrendering to it doesn't mean it's not painful, but somehow the pain makes good use of us and we make good use of it. I think it, it opens us in a way and it builds our sense of trust that the agenda holder for this relationship, this dynamic, this system, social system that might be updating um, is, is being generated and held by something, some energy that has an intelligence, that has perspective. And of course, we are we are that that intelligence. So, so the invitation is to rest within that, to rest within the you that that can hold something dynamic, something that isn't easy. And I I hear this with some of the people I work with that are going through divorce, or they've uh, had a a uh, partner or loved one die, and it's not an easy or quick experience around feeling good or resolved it's it's ongoing whether it's the grief of missing someone or the grief of letting go of someone we were once in deep relationship with or the the pain of someone moving on in our lives and um it occurring in a way that's not so pleasing All to say, it's not that we should bypass our feelings of upset or anger or rage or grief or fear. I think all that needs to be felt and looked at and acknowledged. But at the bottom of it, behind it, underneath of it, once we've kind of felt through that content, there's an experience to rest in. There's an experience within the core of our being that can hold us and I think within that, there is a there is a grace, there's a flow, there's a peace that we can allow consciously. We don't have to numb ourselves to the conflict. We can allow this intelligence to keep moving it along. And of course, we can reach out and keep communicating and quote unquote work on the relationship, which takes you know tremendous courage and sensitivity. Um, Which is another another matter, I think, a matter of a matter of stepping forward for what you what you really believe in, which I think at the core of all of us, we we believe we want love, we want connection, we want to create a, a living family of trust on this earth. I think that's the ultimate goal. That's what we're, we're all striving for, you know, consciously or not is to create not necessarily a paradise on earth. I think it, it already is a place where paradise can be experienced, but a place where we can become more um, evolved and sensitive and connective in the way we relate to one another. 
So again, that, that insight, that nuance is sometimes we need to surrender to the ongoing process of challenge and relationship. We need to consciously detach when we've really attempted, you know, not just once or twice, but maybe 10, 15 instances of, of communicating and connecting. And, and, and maybe there's just a difference in maturity, a difference in, in kind of capacity that we're coming against um, that, that, that kind of disallows a connection or a clear seeing and feeling of one another. I think the reasons, you know, is, are secondary to just the dynamic, the way it feels. So we sometimes need to consciously detach and then, and then rest in a place that can actually hold this agenda and trust that, you know, things will keep moving and flowing. Um, and it's just easier if we allow that as opposed to fight it. So that's just a little piece on conflict on um, letting go, on consciously detaching, but not going numb, continuing to stand for love and connection for what we care about, because what we care about matters. It's meaningful and it's important. And those we love and care about, we should not easily let go of just because we're facing challenge. Those relationships are worth sticking in, fighting for, if you will, keeping our hearts open for, and uh, I think that's probably some of the most difficult work we will do as human beings is stay in relationship when everything around us wants to run, wants to say, fuck you, wants to say, fuck off, wants to just kill it because it hurts. I think the capacity for growing up is about staying with that process and maybe not running away, not cutting the relationship off. We may need to do that at a certain place and stage when it gets too intense, but I think the the work is about growing the capacity to stay with it and stand for connection and the dignity of one another. Some thoughts for you this morning. I hope you're um, doing well. And if you're not, here's a blast of love and care for you. And uh, I know that's flowing back to me and to all of us because at the core of our being that's who we are and uh yeah this is this work is really um at the source of what i offer people particularly around my core level awakening work which is um is a form of shadow work it's a little bit more than that but it's helping people awaken to what hurts in them what's painful in them what's asleep and making good use of it using it for your growth and the healing wholeness and connection of everything you care about um it's courageous work it's challenging work but it is doable and i've seen people that you know have no connection to quote unquote spiritual work or shadow work or psychotherapeutic work just jump into this and and really run with it so if what I'm saying speaks to you, you can check out my website, lukeadlerhealing.com and check out the Core Level Awakening tab. Some of my offerings offer programs around this work, sometimes five-day intensives, year-long programs. I have a men's program that I do with my teaching partner, Jason Lang, uh, called The Heart of Shadow. We're having another one launching um, in a couple months. 
with it's a 10 week program with a three and six month follow-up and uh we do our five-day retreat in uh wine country sonoma um bell valley is the retreat center name uh sonoma california and we have men come from all over the world uh for that and it's a beautiful event that creates community a solid men's group that lives on and uh just incredible bonding and then my year-long program ledge of freedom which is co-ed which combines meditation deep shadow work nutrition exercise community it's kind of the flagship program for people who really want to get down to business really want to move their life forward and kind of they're kind of done like stepping forward stepping back stepping forward stepping back so that resonates check out the website check out the program you can always hit me up um luke adler 108 at aol.com till the end and uh i'm wishing you so much love today blessings blessings